Hey everybody, it's Joel Johnson here. Time for a new episode of the Rainmaker Revolution podcast. And I want to talk about something pretty interesting today, which is the problems that people don't see when somebody is walking across the stage getting an award or um, when uh, we see somebody's name high up there on the leaderboard. And where this came out of is I was just thinking about this the other day about how, you know, I was looking at the leaderboard and and um, seeing somebody at the top of the leaderboard and going, you know, that, that would be awesome to be that person or that would be awesome to, to own that firm. And then I started thinking about our firm because I know a lot of people look at us this way and think, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great to have Joel's business uh, and, and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you never hear about, uh, all the problems we have to deal with, all the noise, the background noise I like to call it, are the periphery noise that goes on uh, that that people just don't even realize because we go to these conferences, you know, whether it's in our industry or somewhere else, the award ceremonies, and and you always see just what whatever looks great that front stage persona uh, that people have. So wanted to just talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we've gone through, you know, as we've grown behind the scenes and stuff stuff we still have to deal with today, the the problems behind the scenes uh, that you don't see. Uh, so like I said, everyone looks great look, walking across that stage or at the top of the leaderboard. Um, one of the things I've noticed that even though there's all kinds of problems in our business, there's a couple keys that I think separate the guys that are always able to stay at the top and produce amazing results and the guys that aren't because we all do deal with the same problems. But let's talk about some of the problems. And I just went into uh, Brian's office here at my firm and just said, hey, let's have some fun here. Let's just start listing problems that we've dealt with over the last year or, or two years on uh, things that uh, people would kind of laugh at, whether you're a big firm or a little firm. Um, so here's just a few things we've had to deal with. Uh, we had to hire an IT consultant, spend five figures on an IT consultant to come back because when we originally started this firm uh, back in 04 and 05, so this goes back you know, 10, 11 years, uh, we built, we purchased a big CRM called Salesforce.com. It was a big ticket um, for us to purchase that, and we pay a licensing fee every month. And Salesforce is a 100% customizable uh, CRM system, customer relationship management system. It's a one um, size fits all database that you have to spend a lot of time customizing it. And as we've grown over 10 years, what we found out is that some of the decisions we made way back then as a very small firm with only four people in it, um, where to put certain data fields, where to classify households versus people, uh, how to put in what people had purchased as a product, how to classify them as far as the client level, A, B, C, or D. All those decisions that were made when we were building the database, when we uh, started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we started wanting to extract reports and data off of that database so that we could make good marketing decisions and so on, well, we made some of those decisions the wrong way. Um, we were looking at households. We wanted to get data on households and treat everybody as a household, but we had all the products that were purchased and the investment uh, strategies that were purchased down at the contact level or the individual level. So if you looked at me and Wendy, for instance, as a household, and somebody happened to pull up Wendy, uh, in the household, they wouldn't see any products because every product was purchased in my name 
And so it looked like Wendy wasn't a client. The, the coding, even the coding for the clients was down at the household level. So it just kind of gives you an idea of some of the stuff that we went through. So we had to hire uh, a, a CRM consultant, an outside Salesforce approved and Microsoft approved consultant to go back and recode. They actually went in and wrote code to move all that data to the right spot. Uh, so that's kind of a, a, a thing that you don't see when somebody's walking across the stage. Some of these things that, that people have to deal with. Another one, how about advisors? How about your associate advisors not taking responsibility for their own business? Um, as I've grown this business, one of the reasons I've been able to be so productive and effective is because I just pass tons of stuff off. So, you know, paperwork after an appointment, I pass it off. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, things like um, when we... Um, um, oh, I don't know, when I need to get my car repaired, you know, I'll pass that off. I'll have an assistant do that. Uh, just anything that takes me out of the three main activities I should be doing, which is leading the team, marketing, and sitting with potential clients or clients, uh, I pass all that stuff off. Well, then when we start uh, bringing in associate advisors, they start acting like the lead advisor. Well, my associate advisors, I don't want them treating the service team like secretaries and assistants. Uh, that's not appropriate for them. I want them taking responsibility for their own business. I want them managing their case prep. Maybe they grow to a point where they hire somebody to do case prep, but in the beginning I want them managing their case prep so they're intimately involved with the problem solving that we do for clients. Uh, I don't want uh, the client that calls in and that's asking a sophisticated investment question, I want the service team to be able to pass that on to the advisor because usually the advisor is best answering that. I won't answer those questions. I'll have somebody underneath me answer those questions uh, when a client calls in, but I don't want the advisors doing it that way. So what happens as you grow is your advisors start acting like you, the business owner, and they can't always act like you, the business owner. There are certain things we want them to take responsibility for. You know, I don't want them to get off the phone with somebody that says, yeah, I want to go ahead and roll over that $80,000 IRA I have over at Charles Schwab and then have them go to one of the service team and just say, hey, uh, get the paperwork together for Mr. Jones and send it out to him and, and mail out that paperwork so he can get it done. I want the advisor to kind of print that paperwork and make sure it's in order. He can go to somebody and ask it to be mailed out, but I don't want it all prepped because the service team is doing new business and everything. So I think you get the idea here, but we have to deal with that. We have to kind of babysit our guys a little bit. Office space. Uh, recently, we redesigned one of our offices and moved walls and so on. We had all that confusion going on. Uh, furniture. Did making decisions about buying furniture. Do we buy used, refurbished, or do we buy new? Uh, servers that can't keep up with the amount of data we're feeding through them because we've got 20 people uh, on the internet at the same time and in the exchange server for email at the same time. Uh, office supplies. Are we buying the right office supplies? Are we overbuying? You know, somebody sees a discount and they buy stuff and then we don't have... Um, anywhere to store the stuff. So you get the idea here. All these things, copy machines, restaurants closing when we already have a seminar book, advisor taking the company vehicle. How about this one? So one of my advisors goes to do a, uh, uh, an appointment 45 minutes away and he has to drive to the appointment. He decides to take the company vehicle to do that. Well, all the stuff to do a workshop is in the back of the company vehicle that we needed to do the workshop that night and he come to find out the advisor's off doing an appointment. So all of these things we have to deal with. So next time you see me or uh, somebody else walking up there across the stage and you think we just look like we have it all together, just remember all of these things we have to constantly deal with. Uh, and then, of course, there's family issues with employees and somebody's child gets sick or gets in trouble and they have to go and bail them out of a tough situation and, and all of those kind of things. So 
everything happens that happens on a small level at a firm uh, at a big level at a firm. And the key is, and this is what I really wanted to get to in the point of this podcast, is the key is that the ability to keep the most important things in the front of your mind is crucial for your business. So I know those two or three things that I should always be focused on. Yes, we have to deal with these things. We can't ignore them. We can't ignore serious problems that employees might be having in their family lives or with their personal lives. We can't ignore somebody, you know, wrecking a company vehicle or getting a flat tire on the way to the workshop. Those things have to be dealt with. But it's important that everyone on your team, and especially you as the leader of your company, has those two or three things that are always going to be front of mind that can be focused on. The big guys don't ignore serious issues. They just keep them in the right perspective. And that's what we've got to remember. Keep them in the right perspective. The other neat thing we've been able to do here is we've created a culture where people can laugh and joke about the challenges. Uh, when Ben, one of my associate advisors, took the company vehicle on the day we had a workshop to go see some guy uh, that lives back in the woods, and we found out that company vehicle is long, is, is gone, and we needed all the stuff in it, you know, yeah, I was angry. Yeah, I called him and said, get your ass back here right away. Um, but also later on, we were able to joke about it. Uh, so it's a serious thing, but make sure you're fostering a culture where you don't um, you know, make people feel bad about themselves. Uh, have a culture where you can joke about things. We all make mistakes. They, make mis- they joke about the mistakes I make and the funny things that I do. And make sure you have that. But always keep those main things in mind. That's why what I talked about on a previous podcast when I said, you know, give every employee in your firm, give every team member that main thing that they should be accomplishing every day, that main focus they should have. And like I said, for me, it's three things. It's marketing the firm, so selling to groups, selling the firm to groups of prospects, uh, being one-on-one with existing clients or prospects, and then leading the firm. Those are the three things I should be focused on. Um, you have your three things. Your uh, administrator has her three things. Your new business person has their three things. Your event coordinator or marketer has those three things. Try to narrow those down so as you deal with these little issues, you're always advancing the ball on the field or down the field towards the goalpost in those two or three main areas that you should be focused on. So the point of this is to know that everybody's got blemishes. I don't care how big or small a producer you are, you're still dealing with the same problems. There's no different. But the big guys, the winners, the guys that consistently, no matter what, come out on top are the guys that are able to focus and continue to move that ball forward. And I don't mean to be sexist when I say guys, guys, ladies and men that move that ball forward. Keep the goal in mind. Keep those two or three strategic activities that you need to be doing in mind. Never let them uh, go to the background when you're dealing with something, especially if you're like me where you can get emotionally sucked into a situation. Learn how to take a breath. Learn how to take a break. And make sure you've got people around you in your firm that can tell you the truth as the leader of your firm. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast of the Rainmaker Evolution. I look forward to talking to you soon, to seeing you soon, and continuing on this journey. We are trying to double our business in somewhere between one to three years. Every one of you can do it if you keep the goal in mind and keep the main things the main things. Thank you.